you can catch this, but uh, I wanted to mention this this chasuble, if you can get a picture of it. I, I forgot to mention at the last mass, this was given to us by the, uh, the family of Mary. The, the nuns in Slovakia made this as a gift uh, to us to thank us for our support the last two years. They've been locked out and couldn't, without us, they wouldn't, the kids wouldn't have had gifts, you know, and I just, I had tears in my eyes both times he's written us, so this was hand-stitched, and I don't get to wear it on Sunday very often, so, so I share this gift of St. Joseph. It's also the last time you're going to hear St. Joseph in that gospel there. But this, this gospel is so fascinating. You know, when we pray to the Lord, how many times have we prayed to the Lord, we have to go looking for him because we can't find him, or uh, we find that Jesus invariably, almost invariably will answer a question with a question in the gospel. You may not even notice that, but notice even before they find him, he was, he's, he's, he's holding his own with PhDs, okay? He's 12 years old. And so he's got in a 12-year-old's body. Can you imagine? I don't have any kids, but I think that might be a little tough. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, th I thought I was God when I was 12, but he really was. Can you imagine that? No wonder Joseph died early. It's, you know, everything was always his fault. <laughs> his son is God, and his, mother was the, his wife was the Immaculate Conception. Oh, my gosh. But um, sorry, Saint, I'm going to have to go to purgatory just for telling that joke. I don't know how St. Joseph did it. What, what a saint he was, you know. I mean, but here they are, and he's speaking with the doctors of the law. This is what it says. He's listening to them and asking them questions. He's honing his, his skill for, the, for his future ministry. And then here comes his family. I'll, I'll get to the background here in a second because it's very interesting why they, why they were there. But they look for him. For three days they look for him. And then they find him. And you can hear his mother. I, I say this every time this comes up, but I, I can't help it. It's just so interesting. We think of, especially Mary, you see this beautiful view here. Well, this wasn't the only posture they had. You know how babies are. They had a lot more to do than, than just contemplate him like this. But we think of Mary holding a rosary and looking up to heaven. But, you know, really, she was a real woman, and she had real problems. You know, you can't imagine her coming up to Jesus saying, holding a rosary, if, if, if such a thing existed then, Jesus, why have you done this to us? Your father and I, you know, what was she saying? Jesus, why have you done this? This is from experience. I was on the receiving end of this. That's why I know. <laughs> I was a model child, but... Uh, Jesus, why have you done this to us? Your father and I. You notice how she, she, she appeals to the other half. Your father and I have been looking for you for three days. Why have you done this to us? I don't know how many times I have wanted to say that to Jesus. I mean, I have. <laughs> it's like, not that part, but the last part. Why have you done this to me? Remember when we asked for a white Christmas? It was about 10 years ago. We got two feet the day of Christmas, and nobody could get here. It was even worse than COVID. We had nothing but SUVs, and then one lady whose name I won't mention is probably on the live stream right now in a Saturn. She showed up in that. It's like I couldn't get my Saturn out of the driveway, but she was here. But anyway, uh, why, did, why have you done this to us? And he answers his parents with a question. My parents wouldn't have gone for that either. He says, but why were you looking for me? Well, what do you think we were looking for you for? And here's St. Joseph. He didn't ask for the job. He, he took it out of love, right? 
it, and the Lord saw Joseph and, and prepared him for all eternity for the role that he had. What a role St. Joseph had to teach the human Jesus how to be a, how to be a man one day. Uh, and here's Jesus, a tw you know, again, God in a 12 year, speaking like a 12 year old, not having all the social graces, a little bit blunt. And he looks right at Joseph. I, now I'm, I'm adding a little because this story of all the gospel stories, you can really read between the lines because it's, there's so much more in it. He's looking at his parents and saying, she says, your father and I have been looking for you for three days. Why have you done this? And he says, I had to be about my father's business. Now you can imagine why they went home and contemplated that one. You know, Joseph, Joseph was, I don't mean this in a bad way, but Jesus put him in his place. He said, you're my human father but I have another one now. And from that moment onward, everything changed with him. You know, their, their family life was not the same, but at the same time, we see that Mary and Joseph did not have theological discussions with Jesus, or they wouldn't have been surprised at, at how well he handled himself with these very learned adults. And 30, and not 30, 20, well, 18 years later, he would be... Uh, in more than just a discussion with these people. Maybe some of the same ones might still have been there. We find this caravan, they, they, they would, the law stated they, that a, Jew, a good Jew would go either two or three times a year to Jerusalem. But by the time of Christ, they, the law said at least once, a, once in your lifetime, you should make it to Jerusalem if you can. And so, but they were pious. They didn't, Nazareth isn't too far away. And this whole caravan of relatives, you know, they lived in an extended family situation. They, it, they may have been a nuclear family in their little house, but they, the word cousins uh, covers a whole range of individuals, you know. And uh, so we, I'm going to get, I'm going to be a whole burnt offering here if I'm not careful. But, uh, and so they had this huge group of, of people. They're going slow. They're praying the Psalms, the Psalms of, of Ascent, uh, A-S-C-E-N-T, as they go up to the temple. It, it, was, it was a religious and, and, and a very wonderful time. Remember now, it was uh, just 25 years later that Jesus would be on the cross as people went by. You know, don't think Jesus didn't think of it at 12 because he knew already what was going to happen. Nobody else did but him. I doubt he told his mother at that age. So Jesus... Uh, you know, and when they went looking, of course, the reason they didn't find him right away is because being 12, I, you know, I think about, this is probably not the reason, but when I was that age, I was already walking like three feet behind my parents everywhere they went. I don't know why kids do this, but I did. I, that, I think Joe, Jesus was probably hanging around the rest of his family and, and really enjoying himself. And, you know, he wouldn't just be hanging around his parents. I mean, we all tend to move around. And so it was natural that they just figured he's an obedient child, you know. And then the, imagine the, the, the horror when they realized that Jesus wasn't anywhere in this long uh, caravan of camels or whatever it was. And so off they went. And, of course, they made haste. They got back pretty quick because they were going very slow. And, uh, and they looked three days. Now, what's the significance of having to look for three days? The resurrection of the dead. Uh-huh. And that's what it's there for. But it also is the story of our prayer life. And that's why I love this reading is because he even made Mary and Joseph look for three days. Even they had to look. Joseph had to have faith before Joseph went through a horrible trial 
of thinking his wife was unfaithful to him before he was set straight. Mary had to live with the fact that Joseph threatened to divorce her. And, and you know, and the trials just went up from there. Uh, and, you know, so they had real lives. And we, too, have these periods where Jesus will pull back and make us look for him. I, you know, before I entered the seminary, I had talked about signs and wonders. I, you know, I had everything happen to me. I could, I could entertain you for hours, but some of the stories were incredible. But, but you know, it's like a pipeline to God, and I still couldn't say yes to him. But I finally did. The, uh, you know, the whole thing shut off the minute I got up to Mount Angel. It was like... Hello? <laughs> the phone went completely dead. Hello? <laughs> what I heard was, I got you where I want you, now you're on your own for a while. And I think almost all of us had that experience. You know, what are we doing here? A week after I'm with 150 guys? You know, what am I doing here? And, you know, and we're going to find that we have more questions than answers. I was talking about the telescope that went up. Thanks be to God, it made it into space. The in all, there's about 350 things that have to go right before this thing uh, is fully operational in, in um, you know, in this next summer. But uh, at the same time, uh, they're, they're looking for, for answers in the universe, and you can bet when that thing is finished, there's going to be more questions than answers. That's the way science is, and this is the way our faith is. We're not going to have the answers to the deepest questions until the world ends for us. Life is a series of questions. God keeps asking questions. Will you still love me if? Will you still be with me if? Were you with me in COVID? Whether you were here or there on the live stream, were you with me? That's the real question. Did your faith deepen during these two years? Mine did. I remember the last year's family mass, we had 100 people in here and 100 over in the old church. And that was it. We had turned people away. This year, we had almost 850 people in here. I can't believe it. We had the, the old church for distancers, but the distancers came to the other two masses. So it worked out great. Everybody knew what to do. We rejoiced at being able to be together, you know, with mass. And it was just a wonderful thing. But there, the, we still have questions. Why do these things happen? Why can't we just have some peace in this world instead of all this saber rattling that's going on all over the world right now? I pray for peace on earth and, and peace in families and there's always something going on. But the great thing is we are on a pilgrimage up to Jerusalem. And Jerusalem, the heavenly Jerusalem, is our home. And Jesus is with us all the way. And in the comings and goings of life, as we prepare for that final journey, Jesus will disappear for a while. And we're going to have to look for him. And when we find him, we're going to say, <laughs> you know, <laughs> why did I have to why did I have to go through this, Lord? You know, we may not do it quite like that, but but, and he's going to ask the question, but why were you looking for me? Didn't you know that I was always in the house of bread, Bethlehem? I was always here in the Eucharist. I never left you. I was right by your side. Didn't I tell you that you'd have to go through something on earth? Didn't I tell you? Didn't, I, didn't you see me here and here and here? Didn't I make even my own parents go through something? Do you think you were here on a, on a pleasure cruise? It wasn't for me, and it won't be for you. You know, you can fill in the blanks, but we all have our own questions. You have yours. I have mine. Uh, and they're pretty, the older I get, the more I've got. And a lot of them have to do with you. You know, I've, I've seen a lot of things as a priest, and I have a lot of questions. But Jesus has all the answers. They're just not, he only gives us knowledge about what we really need right now and nothing more. So we just thank God that he's with us all the way. No matter what happens, he never leaves our side. It just looks like he's gone. 
we too have to search for him and and we have questions we even get mad at him a little bit you know he seems like he's not a good friend or a good son or whatever but he really is and we're very grateful for this wonderful gospel and and saint joseph who disappears from the scene from now on other questions we have about that but we're grateful for the holy family and that god invites us into his family now and forever